0: Since the beginning of Weird Distractions, myself and former host Christy have offered bonus episodes in the month of October to celebrate the spookiness of the month and to count down to Halloween. Midweek Mini Spooks, being the mini-series we created, is available on every Wednesday in October. This year, since it's the first time I will be embarking in this series alone, I figured I would discuss reportedly haunted locations within Ontario, Canada. Although Ontario is not necessarily dubbed as haunted as other places within this floating rock we call earth it definitely has many haunted locations spread across the province each episode will cover one picked location discuss the history and the haunts to get you in the spooky spirit of october this won't be a regular weird distractions episode no discussing distractions no housekeeping or updates just spookiness so lock your doors light your fall scented candles and curl up with your favorite blanket as i take you through ominous ontario To cap off this year's midweek mini-spook special, we're taking things out of the city of Toronto to another city, capping off this year's theme, Ominous Ontario. Almost three hours east of Toronto stands Kingston, a beautiful city full of history. Kingston is known as a limestone city in part because many of its historical buildings are reportedly constructed using local limestone. Longtime listeners of the show may know that limestone may act as a tape recorder when it comes to location's history, a phenomenon known as stone tape theory. So consider that notion and apply it to the whole city of Kingston. Yeah, may not seem like a far-fetched notion to think that This city may have more than a few haunted locations, which brings us to one of the city's haunted hotspots being Kingston Penitentiary. Kingston Penitentiary, sometimes referred to as Kingston Pen or KP, was once a former maximum security prison located at 560 King Street West. According to online resources, construction of the prison started in 1833, with doors opening on June 1st of 1835. In the beginning, the prison was called the Penitentiary of the Province of Upper Canada. Some may have already guessed it, so I'm here to confirm it. There are parts of the prison, based on what I saw online, that are built with limestone. Keep this in mind when we get into the spooky stuff. Kingston Penn stood as one of the oldest prisons in the country, operating from 1835 until its closure in 2013, a total of 178 years. Over those years, notorious Canadian criminals have walked in and out of that prison criminals such as Russell Williams, who we covered early on in Weird Distractions, as well as Wayne Bowden, another individual that I discussed on the show back in October of 2021. Other former Kingston Pen inmates include Clifford Olson, Paul Bernardo, Stephen Trescott, and Grace Marks, to name a few. In April of 1971, a 96-hour riot broke out within the prison. The riot reportedly ended with two prison guards being killed and six people being held captive. The reason behind this riot, according to the Visit Kingston website, was due to a lack of recreational time, lack of work for inmates, and concerns about their future as talks were taking place about closing Kingston Pen and moving those inmates to Millhaven Prison. However, another alleged reason may be a bit more novelty than that. Again, according to the Visit Kingston website, the riot, which once again took the lives of two People and probably thrust a trauma on to many others started due to a book needing to be finished by inmate Brian Knight and direct quote taken from the Whig article by Patrick Kennedy to elaborate further quote, that whole thing being the riot was started by Brian Knight, a guy doing his third bit, former inmate Wayne Ford recalled from his home in BC. Brian was writing a book and the only experience he was missing for the book was a riot. So he got some other guys and started one Crazy, huh? Whether this is true or not, it definitely was not the only violent thing to take place within Kingston Pen. Resources I came online noted brutal punishment in the early years, along with lack of fair and adequate treatment of inmates. As mentioned, Kingston Pen did close its doors in 2013. Inmates were transferred elsewhere, such as Millhaven Institution. Tours would commence after the prison would shut down, and the correctional service of Canada Museum is still open across the road from the early prison in the former warden's residence, which apparently was built in the early 1870s. Even though there is no one locked up at Kingston Pen, it would seem as though there is something still residing within the former prison walls. There have been reports of people supposedly seeing shadow figures, glowing orbs, cell doors slamming on their own, the sounds of keys jingling, and more. Given the history of the prison and the limestone connection, is it possible that the long-standing history of the prison is just being replayed in a loop in the form of paranormal energy? You can be the judge, but let me know what you think over on social media. Thank you for joining me through this year's Midweek Mini Spooks. I hope you enjoyed the theme of Omnis Ontario. I would also like to thank the following resources because without them, I would not be able to do this episode whatsoever. Thank you to Wikipedia for its page on Kingston, Ontario. Thank you to the Ultimate Ontario website, the Visit Kingston website, the Stones Kingston website. Thank you to Global News for their article titled Spooky Kingston, Ghost Stories from the Downtown Core. Thank you to the Historic Places website, the Wake website, CTV News Ottawa for its article titled List of Notable main of the notorious Kingston Penitentiary. Thank you to the All Women's Talk website. And finally, thank you to a Queen's journal titled My Encounter with the Kingston Pen's Notorious Deceased Employee by Riley McCannon. If you today's Weird Distractions episode, please consider telling your friends, family, coworkers, or anyone else who will listen about the show. You can tell them to find the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Good Pods, Google Podcasts, Podchaser, and many more. If you're streaming the show on Apple Podcasts or Good Pods, please consider leaving a 5-star rating and review. This helps the show out for free by letting others know that it's worth listening to. Another way to support the show for free and to never miss an update is to follow along on the show's various social media accounts. You can find me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. My handle is at WeirdDistractI1 and TikTok. If you want to financially support the show and get yourself a little something extra each month, why not join one of the two tiers over on Patreon? Each month, you get exclusive content, such as bonus episodes and series, the Weird Destinations travel posts, plus early access to the regular feed episodes. You can find out which tier is best suited for you by going to patreon.com slash weirddistractions.com podcast. Shout out to my current patrons, aka my weird little family members, Tom, Bailey, Angela, John, Alicia, Lynn, Susan, Shadow, Courtney, and Cheryl. I love you all and appreciate your ongoing support of weird distractions if you're unable to support the show on a monthly basis but still want to support it maybe as a one-time donation check out the show's merch over on Redbubble or sign up for a one-time donation over on buy me a coffee lastly i want to hear from you as some long-time listeners may recall christy and i released two listener story-based episodes called listener distractions i'd love to keep doing this series and hear all of your weird tales of ghostly encounters unexplainable events and two close to home true crime stories. You can email me your tales at weird distractions podcast at outlook.com as well. Send me feedback. If there are any corrections that need to be made after today's episode, let me know. And as always, if you need a distraction, I got you. Bye.